You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Michael Goldsmith. I'm with Father Randall Kazel here at the Parish of St. Michael's in Pine Island, Minnesota. It's so great to be with you this morning. And we're... Uh, we normally have our straight talk. We didn't get to that, that we have that every day when we have a priest on. So if you want yes. to call in, that's 877-795-0122, and you can be ready for that. Well, we have with us Father's brother, David Kazel, and he's going to share with us how through some difficult circumstances the Lord brought him uh, back into the uh, fold of everything, and we're going to be talking to him shortly here, and we just want to welcome him, that he, uh, his story is just really moving, and Father, I know that you want to kind of go in with this yeah. conversation with him, so I'll let you uh, introduce. Yeah, this is a, I find this a blessing to have my brother on the radio here. David, thanks for being with us. Well, I'm glad to be with you, and very grateful at the same time. Yeah, so it's going to be a little odd, because you know, I'm going to be asking you questions that I know the answer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so David, th- thanks. Uh, David, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and and uh, about our family and and uh, some of the highlights? Well, I'm the second oldest of a family of nine children, uh, a large Catholic family. Uh, we, I grew up on a farm, and uh, my dad was a crop farmer as well as livestock, dairy, and and cattle, and and uh, 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 a lot of uh, busy activity with with that big of a family. Uh, 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 dad had a lot of things going at the same time, and and uh, mom was a was a housewife. Uh, uh, often, uh, a lot of uh, uh, big meals were made, and and uh, I, I just recall uh, uh, a lot of pleasantness at, at meals because we were all hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and I do remember there was a lot of food. Mom did a great job. From too much work, right, Father? <laughs> was, yeah, we, we, did, we had plenty of work. Yes. There was no doubt about that. We got it divided out pretty well. But, uh, you know, David, then you you in your life, you you had a... you. I remember when you were married back in the 80s. And, and uh, you can tell us a little bit, of, just a little bit about that. Well, I was uh, originally married to my first wife in uh, 1983. Uh, uh, a, a lot of busyness crept in. Uh, I guess, uh, looking back, I would say uh, uh, maybe some lacking a, a, of spiritual life. But I, but I, uh, I did uh, purchase a farm, and uh, my first wife and I had uh, three children, and I also had an off-the-farm job as mm-hmm. well. And uh, uh, the difficulty, actually, the calm before the storm probably occurred in uh, April of 96. Uh, my first wife was, uh, was promoted uh, as a postmaster. And uh, at that time, I thought I was uh, at the top of the world. And I was uh, going to be a full-time farmer. And uh, um, uh, things were really looking good because we had just moved into a new house. And... Uh, it was only uh, a few months later that my wife said she uh, uh, no longer loved me and did not want to be in the relationship anymore. Mm-hmm. And and where did you find our Lord in that experience? What when it, how did that come out as you look back now? Well, uh, it took a period of time. Uh, I was initially devastated and uh, uh, very angry. Did not want to accept that situation. I uh, 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 eventually uh, went to live with my parents, and during that time, my mom and dad 
uh, talked with me about my spiritual life. And uh, I began to pray the rosary with them and uh, attend more masses during mm-hmm. the week. And so it was during this time that uh, that healing took place. I also had other people praying for me as well, and mm-hmm. I and I could uh, I could feel that kind of a warm uh, healing type of uh, a feeling. Yes, and then and then in the midst of this, you know, this dif- difficult time in your for your family, your children. There, one of your daughters ended up uh, having an addiction. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, in, in 2014, uh, July 2nd exactly was the day I got a call at 7 in the morning that my daughter had been found uh, the previous night unresponsive. And uh, we had already known uh, that uh, Amanda uh, had a problem with uh, addiction. Uh, there were times when it, it looked like she had maybe turned the corner and and uh, uh, got, had gotten uh, uh, various times different jobs, and, and suddenly uh, that situation would change, and she was back into that. And uh, uh, this was very serious, as, as uh, medical people were saying, she was not going to recover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that day actually quite well, because you, after you got the call, you called me and said, Father, can you... She's going to be transferred from Austin to Rochester, and can I meet you there? So, And I had Mass that morning, and so I, I prayed, and I had to make a judgment. It's like, well, I need to offer Mass as a parish Mass, and I prayed the Lord that it all work out, and it did. And I came right after the Mass. I was able to be there for uh, offering the last sacraments mm. to Amanda, as it turned out now. The, I remember the doctor did say, well, maybe there's some hope for some kind of recovery we weren't sure and then i had to come back and i offered another mass that was a, a great blessing for me that particular morning was the first wednesday and normally i would have a mass at the parish then one at the nursing home on the first wednesday so that was and then i actually went back again after that second mass and she i was actually talking to you when she they called you to go back in and mm. but i mean we were part of the funeral and i i guess my wonderment david where how has our lord affected you through all that what did you see and what do you look back now well, I, my daughter uh, uh, was was able to be given last rites. She was uh, she had the scapular on on her neck at the point that she died. She died at noon that day. She died a natural death, and and uh, uh, it was uh, it was a, a, a peaceful feeling for me that Amanda was in a much better place uh, at that point. Mm-hmm. Now we had a. Uh quite a scare you know we're going through these highlight times how our lord intersects in your life we had a kind of a big scare about a month and a half ago what november 7th wasn't it with you and yeah. uh, and uh, can you tell us what, what was going on that day well um my nephew had a uh, very successful football season with the uh, leroy ostrander cardinals uh they uh, went through the season uh regular schedule unbeaten and which was very very surprising um, and uh, it was uh, uh, just uh, a, a real surprise, both for the community and, and the school. And uh, um, my wife had purchased an old helmet uh, probably 10 or 12 years ago. And uh, so I had asked my son if he would mind if we gave that helmet to uh, the coach. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, we gave that to the team, and they uh, 
supposedly uh, signed that. And yep. so we were almost to that point in the uh, presentation. And that's near the end of the banquet, right? Near the end yeah. of the banquet. And uh, I, I passed out. Mm. I, had a, I had an episode uh, with my heart, a cardiac arrest. Wow. And there was uh, a number of people uh, there. There was uh, emergency people and uh, and uh, even a couple of nurses. So they were they were there in the audience. Yes. Yeah, so they were there. You know, seemed to me somebody said one was even sitting next to you, wasn't yeah. it? When when this yeah. all happened, and that's yeah. a room full. Of, I'm trying to imagine this: a room full of people, <laughs> and you're just all of a sudden you're passing out. Yeah, I, f- I fell on the floor, and and uh, um, they were able to get a uh, defibrillator that they mm. actually had at the school. And as uh-huh. I understand, uh, they had or had recently practiced with this uh, wow. defibrillator, and uh, uh, I guess uh, uh, they had tried uh, resuscitation, ar- artificial respiration as well. And that one shock uh, uh, kind of brought me to and. Mm. And I was uh, put in an ambulance and uh, sent up to St. Mary's uh, uh, via a helicopter. And you got you got an air ride. Wow! Yeah, I, I spent uh, uh, four days in the hospital, and I uh, I was uh, on on the following Monday. I was uh, implanted with a. Uh, uh, a defibrillator pacemaker in my chest. So if this mm. uh, event were to happen again, uh, my heart would be shocked. It would. Wow. It would take over. Yes. Well, we're talking with uh, David Kazel, father of. Or I'm sorry, brother of Father Randall Kazel mm-hmm. here at at the parish here at St. Michael's, and I'm Michael Goldsmith, and with Father Randall Kazel, and we're talking over the different events that have happened in in David's life and and how that's tied to his his faith life. So. Yeah, and it you know it's fascinating that day on November seventh when you had the cardiac arrest experience. You know what were you doing that morning? Because this was in the, this is in the evening, right? You know, there's a there's a, a tremendous number of details that are fascinating to me. Can you describe the beginning of that day and what you were up to all through that day? Well, that day and the previous two weeks, I had been helping my two brothers. Uh, Some days I was at both Ben sites the same day. But I, uh, I was helping them uh, dry corn and, and uh, handle the uh, fall harvest activities, mostly uh, monitoring augers and, and uh, gauges and, and temperatures and, and those types of things. Uh, it wasn't really anything dif- difficult, but I was by myself. So had this uh, uh, e- event uh, happened any other time, I, I would not have been where I could have been assisted. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and then what about even going to that banquet that night? Because your your son uh, Nick told me he gave you a call. What was that about? Well, uh, my son really wanted to go to that, but it was my brother as well as my nephew that uh, particularly, and I got a call from each one of them that that they wanted to be sure that I was uh, going to be at that event, and and uh, there was one particular speaker that. Uh, that even admitted that he talked longer than he normally did. So <laughs> I, I may have been on the way home well, otherwise. Oh. It's a, I, the thing that struck me is how, how our Lord's in charge of all the timing of this yeah. and, and how he took care of you and had that thread uh, that, that looking back now, what you didn't know was what our Lord did know. And he arranged <laughs> these details. I, what a blessing. And, uh, um, and then I, was, I had to chuckle about myself because I, was, I know I was visiting a family in Rochester that night. And I decided to, what I, I don't normally do, I have my phone here with me. I knew I have it on my side almost all the time. But I put it aside 
Mm. And I, and all of a sudden, you know, I was getting ready to leave and I noticed there's about 12 text messages and 15 missed phone calls. And I said, something's going on. <laughs> and I found out I was, then I came, I came that, uh, right over then was able to see you, uh, not long after you got off the helicopter. And that was quite a, a different experience for all of us. <laughs> That's right. Uh, one of the first things Father asked me is, uh, "Are you wearing your scapular? And uh, do you have your miraculous medal on?" And I and I I did not. And 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 Father also asked me, uh, uh, you know, were you ready? And I I said, "Well, I I haven't had confession for quite a while," which is mm. what he meant. And so I <laughs> I was uh, immediately given a scapular, and uh, Father uh, gave me uh, absolution and. And so uh, I was uh, perfectly ready at that point. Mm. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Our Lord is so good, and He's so merciful, and He He wants us to remember Him every day mm. and uh, to have that sense of being ready. And so, for the context of all our listeners, I'm a Carmelite, so I have a particular promotion as a professed discalced Carmelite. So now, after all this has gone on, David, now what what do you see, our Lord? And how is he living in your life now? We're about six months out from that. And we're, I'm going to, I think when we get together for our Christmas, our family Christmas coming up, we're going to be getting together December 28th. We'll probably all comment again. Well, I'm glad we got David this year. Yeah. You know, a few years ago it was dad. Uh, we were glad dad was still with us. You know, he had a near occasion of something. And then <laughs> now David, you know, what, but what is our Lord up to now? Well, I, 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 I still need to uh, focus uh, every day on uh, uh, being grateful and mm. uh, valuing my relationship with God and, and uh, simply uh, counting blessings that, w- that I've received and uh, spend more time into prayer. And uh, as the busyness uh, of life uh, takes our, our, our focus away, we need, we need to go back and... and, uh, and and uh, uh, stay with these things that are very important as far as our eternal salvation mm. is concerned. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I would just say, David, I know knowing you, of course, I know you my whole life, but you, you certainly have grown tremendously I, the last many years. But uh, I think it was amazing. I think our Lord is so good and what he all has done with you. Any last things you want to add on, David, at all? Well, I'd just like to mention that uh, I am now married again. and uh, In the church. Of course, in the church, and and I and I have a, a wonderful wife, Gladys, and uh, two children. Uh, Emily is twenty, and Nicholas is nineteen. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Nicholas just graduated from high school last yes. year. Actually, played on that Leroy team, so it was very exciting. Leroy Strander had a great year, not yeah. expected, really, but the <laughs> for new coach, and they they did some great things. They did. I so. remember that. My my cousins lived down in the Leroy area, so well, that's great to have you on with us, David. Thank you so much for coming on. And coming up next, our listeners are going to be uh, following us on our 10-minute tour. And later in the show, we're going to see how the Lord has impacted Brian Brost after a major accident. We are broadcasting live from the parish of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. I am Michael Goldsmith with... Father Kiesel. All right, we'll be right back after this break. Thank you. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.